Oh, hi. Isn't that nice? This is Richard Strauss, Sinfonia Domestica. Oh, it's so relaxing. I thought I'd put it on the little classical channel while I wait for one, two, three, four cars ahead of me for the ATM. Why? Why do people use the ATM to transact every piece of business that they need to transact? Like, I pull up to the ATM. The only thing I use the ATM or the ITM for, uh, give me some, if I need cash. And frankly, I haven't carried cash on me in, I don't, I don't even know, 20 years. These last six months have been probably the first time in 20 years that I regularly have cash on me. Why? Because the Taffy store requires cash. For a time, I would go there and just use my debit card, and that worked fine. And then for a long time, they had the debit card machine was uh, wouldn't take any debit cards uh, from credit unions, which is fun. I'm like, oh, well, this... My one and only debit card is from my credit union, so I'm going to need to come here with cash. Yay. And uh, I found that out the hard way when I went there with my debit card, and they said, oh, yeah, sorry, it looks it's not going to work. Oh, okay. Well, we've got a whole uh, bank of ATMs out in the... Uh, yeah, I know, I know. What are you charging, like 80 bucks uh, for a transaction fee? And it was like I, three, four, I don't know what it was, but still, annoying. Enough... I mean, I remember when it was like a dollar fee and I would get pissed off. And then it was uh, $3. And, oh, uh, and then uh, now there's some that are just, uh, I don't know. I think I had like a $6 one in, in uh, Manhattan a few months ago, which, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> it's great. Oh, I wonder why there's a bank. Every other, uh, <laughs> every other building is a bank. Bricks and mortar, baby. That's where it's at. Anyway, uh, okay. Now it's just uh, now there's just two cars ahead of me. That was pretty quick. That's good. So I'm gonna get up there and then I'm gonna pause this and then uh, and then resume after I get my thing. Anyway, uh, yeah. So I need cash. I just like to have cash on me. So if I need to go to the taffy store, uh, which evidently they're back up to you, but even when you use a debit card, it's still a fee. And the amount of taxes and fees. And bullshit that they put onto this thing already. It's like, yeah, I don't want to pay you any more than I have to for this shit. And most of it's overpriced anyways, but I don't care. Um, yeah, so here I am sitting at the ATM, which is a pretty much a weekly thing. I've been to, more, I've, I've been to the ATM more times in the last uh, six months than I have... Uh, maybe in my whole life. <laughs> well, in the nineties, I visited the ATM a lot, I guess, because that was it. That's if I didn't, I had a debit card, but it wasn't, it wasn't the debit credit, you know, the visa, whatever you call it, that you can use it as, as a credit card and not have to enter your pin and visa check card or whatever, whatever the fuck. Uh, so anyway, so here I sit. And I was listening to Busted Open from Sirius, which I haven't listened to in months. Uh, I don't listen to it much at all because Dave LaGreca is not good. And uh, Bully Ray is unlistenable. Bubba Ray, whatever his name is. If I hear his voice, it's it's over. If I hear Tommy Dreamer, I'm not thrilled, but it's better. And then Mark Henry, I love. But this episode from yesterday, from Friday, 
is uh, Thunder Rosa. So I'm like, okay, that's good. I can I can take that. I like her. And I've never really heard her talk that much beyond just like a quick wrestling promo. And the reason I'm listening to it for the first time in I don't even know how long, maybe since like, probably probably the last time I listened to any Busted Open at all was when Vince McMahon retired. And I downloaded it today, yesterday's episode, because Vince McMahon is back. Yeah. No chance! If I was home, I would play his theme song, I guess. (laughs) But instead, you get me. No chance in hell! You got... There's no cars behind me. What did I... I just happened to get here the one time that there's a huge line. I mean, it's 6 o'clock. Why are all these people... And what are you doing? What are these people doing? I know that you can pretty much do anything now. Uh, at least at an ITM, you can, you can de- I mean, deposit and you can do this and you can pay. I don't even know what you can do. But it's like, this is all shit that you can do and should be doing on your mobile app. To me, the only thing anyone should need to do at an ITM, ATM, is get cash. Because, obviously, you can't just spit cash out of your phone. And, uh, yeah. You should be able to... You, you should you should not need it for anything else. And so every transaction should be maybe, like, one to two minutes max. I mean, I guess it just depends on how, how long it takes the, the ITM to connect and move from one screen to another. That kind of thing. Uh, but these people sit here. These people sit here for half an afternoon. And it's like, dude, it's 6 o'clock. This credit union was open until 3 p.m. As recently as three hours ago. Now, it's 5.59. I don't know how much you would have gotten done if you walked through the door at 2.59. Or how, and I guess it depends on how happy they are to see you that they you know, transact business after closing. But I think you're okay. If you walk in at 2.59, you're good. They're just going to lock the doors at 3.00. Uh, and then, you know, you finish your transaction, you go. Okay. Let me get my, hold, hold the phone here. Okay. Look at that guy. That guy, I just finished at the ATM and that was the guy behind me and he, oh no, it wasn't. Okay. The guy behind me is still doing his thing. Listen, a little, little seriously Sinatra. I'm going to put the phone down. All right. So yeah. So Vince McMahon is back. Kind of, I mean, he is back. He's back on the on the board. Vince McMahon and uh, George Barrios, who I think wasn't he? He used to be the CFO, I think, uh, and somebody else whose name I can never quite remember. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. You're too kind for letting me. That's not something that happens all the time in New England. People just like letting you uh, pull out in front of you know if there's if there's a spot. To just wave you like, hey, hey, it's okay, go ahead. That's nice. Doesn't happen that much. I saw a great, I don't know if it was a tweet or a joke from a comedian or something about like New England. Well, I think it was specifically about Boston and saying that people, let's just say New England, Boston, whatever, the area, this general area that I'm in for sure. And it said people would rather get into a car accident than let somebody uh, merge and that is so fucking true. And I, be, I mean, I became aware of myself doing it pretty early on. We moved here in 2015. And it was, you know, I mean, I've kind of always been like, <laughs> kind of always been like that anyways. 
but I never got super rattled by somebody, uh, you know, kind of cutting it, cutting into my lane. It never really bothered me that much. Uh, but in Boston, they are such pieces of shit about it. Uh, and there's, they just, they think they're little cute, little sneaky, little bastards. And it's like, I see you a fucking mile away. And if you spend any amount of time here, you'll, you'll know when it's going to happen. And I fucking, if I'm on the highway, I'm, I'm right on the, everyone's ass in front of me because, uh, yeah, because I don't want anybody cutting in because it's like, it takes, it's bad enough. Oh, why can't you drive faster so that I can take this left turn before all the cars get here? You prick. God damn. What the hell is this? Did they close? This parking lot's empty. I've never seen it like this. Holy smokes. I came here on, uh, I mean, New Year's Eve is not a good uh, measurement of how busy the taffy store can be, but I mean, I've been here at noon on just a regular old weekday and the line is out the door snaking around. All right, I'm going to go get my taffy. So I'm going to pause this again and then maybe we'll talk about Vince McMahon. Sit tight. Hang on. Be right back. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'm back. God, it's just weird to see the parking lot with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fourteen, fifteen cars. That is that's nothing. That is just absolutely nothing. It's unreal. There's an entire section that doesn't have any cars in it. I, 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 I mean, even during COVID, it wasn't this. It's crazy. It's crazy. Anyway. Vince, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, he's back. He realized, hey, maybe I shouldn't have retired in the first place because this is all kind of, I don't know. I don't know that it's blown over or whatever you want to call it, but it's not, uh, yeah, maybe he, the, 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 the word is, I think Vince thinks that he got some bad Advice, some bad consultation from uh, close associates, suggesting that it was time to uh, maybe be done. And it was weird. I, I still like it was such a sudden and abrupt kind of thing, right? Like he just had that tw- July twenty second tweet from Vince McMahon, and I don't remember the exact words, but basically saying, "Hey." My birthday's coming up. I'm an old man. Uh, maybe it's time to retire. I'm done. I'm retired. And SmackDown was later that night in Boston. I did not go to that SmackDown, but uh, I remember that you know the word was that Brock Lesnar uh, was really pissed off and he walked out because he's you know he's only dealt with Vince McMahon this whole time and he's he only wants to deal with Vince McMahon. And so Vince McMahon is gone, and Brock Lesnar said, okay, well, Vince is gone, so am I. And, of course, cooler heads prevailed. I'm sure Paul Heyman talked to him. I wouldn't be the least bit surprised to find out that Vince McMahon himself gave uh, Lesnar a call and said, dude, dude, easy, easy, easy. It's all good, man. Just, I mean, the other, the other fucking weird thing is, like, why does Brock Lesnar even give a shit? He had like one more appearance. He had the match at SummerSlam with Roman Reigns, and he hasn't been on television since. Right? Am I right? I don't. I don't think he's been on television since 
SummerSlam, but I, I could be wrong. Oh, maybe he... I got, Did he come back for one of those uh, Saudi Arabia things? Probably. I don't even remember at this point. Yeah, did he... F- did he fight Bobby Lashley? Did he take on Lashley at the... I don't even know. I'm trying to catch up with wrestling, and it's just like... It's... I, I, I'm so torn, because on the one hand, it's like, I have so many, like, scripted shows... I, I have a million Star Trek things that I need to finish, and I have... Uh, what else? I don't know. Oh, God. Cars. And... Uh, I'm on. I'm finally on the last episode of, of uh, season three of The Boys, which is really fucking hard to get through. I have not enjoyed season three at all, like none of it. Uh, Soldier Boy, it's the guy from um, Supernatural, and he's okay. He's good on Supernatural. He's kind of I don't know. <laughs> to me, he's not the most exciting personality, but. Uh, you know, he was, he was really good on that show, and, uh, he's good as Soldier Boy, I guess, um, you know, it's just like, you look on IMDB, and that episode called Herogasm has, like, a nine, you know, it's, it's, it's rated very, it's very highly rated, and I watched it the other day, and I'm like, all right, there was, you know, the, the last few minutes were pretty good, they had a, you know, a, a fight scene, I guess, that was okay, but it wasn't, I don't know, and everybody said, oh, where do you see the hero gasm, what do you see the big superhero orgy, it's so hilarious, and it's so awesome, and it's just crazy, and then it, it's, it goes, this, the whole scene happens, like, all right, and it wasn't very, it was sort of nothing, it was like, nothing, I mean, okay, the deep, getting his, uh, getting his d est <laughs> by an octopus, <laughs> okay, it's funny, I guess, it's, it's fun, it's funny visual, and it's just like, oh my god, I'm watching it, I'm like, is this show sucked this bad from the beginning, and I just didn't realize until now, or does this show just suck now, I, I can't, t- I, I, I loved the first season of that show, I loved, I couldn't get enough and then it ended, and I was just like, oh, I want more The Boys. And then season two came along, and it took me, I, don't, I think, close to a year to get through it, because I just was like, ah. But it was good. And then once I finally kind of caught up and watched season two, I said, all right, this is, we're back, baby. I, yeah, this is a good show. And I want I want more of this. Can't wait for season three. And, of course, COVID, and it's, you know, season three only just came out, what, last year, I think? last summer, last spring, I don't even know, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, oh, look at that snowman, isn't that cute, anyway, uh, season three came out, and man, it has been a, it has been a chore to get through it, and it, and that's one of those things where I'm just like, God, it, if I'm like, if I'm not having a great time watching this, should I really be watching it? But it's like, I've invested... That's the problem. You get to, like, a third season of something. And you say, well, I've given this much to it. Shouldn't I keep going? And the only... Sh- one of the few shows that I've just been able to comfortably walk away from in the recent years was Walking Dead. Because that show got to a point where I just said, this sucks. 
this isn't very good. And I, my, my kids have really gotten into Walking Dead uh, in the last year. And they'll watch it occasionally. I don't know what season they're on. Uh, they, just, they just finished. And by the way, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched Walking Dead, I'm going to spoil some things that are like 10 years old. But uh, they just recently watched the episode where Herschel uh, meets his untimely demise, courtesy of the, the governor. Uh, and uh, where the hell am I? I don't even know where I am driving around a little bit to just talk, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Know what I mean? I guess if I take the right here, this should, should bring me back to where I am fixing to go. Oh yeah. Okay. I know where I am. Uh, beautiful New England stone walls. There's just nothing quite like it. Um, anyway, <laughs> there's a lot of things that are better than stone walls. A good cheeseburger, I would take over a stone wall. Anyway, uh, so yeah, they, they, they watched, uh, you know, they're watching The Walking Dead from time to time, and I just kind of, I'm like, okay, because a lot of times I'll watch a show that they are being introduced to because it's either one of mine or my wife's favorite shows, and so something like, uh, I don't know, South Park or Kirby Enthusiasm, Sunny in Philadelphia, uh, I don't know, any number of things, I'll, I'll, I'll join in the phone. I was like, yeah, oh yeah, I'll watch this with you. It's great. Oh, this episode, I remember this episode. It's a great episode. And a Walking Dead comes on, and I, I remember the episodes. I'm like, nope, nope, I'm not sitting through this shit again. Uh, and it's just, I just, boy, oh boy, I spent a lot of time watching that show. And, uh, and then it just, boy, it just really got crappy. And it's like, it's the same fucking episode. It's just the same shit all the time, and, uh, and my wife, I mean, I know the show just ended a few months ago, uh, they had the finale, I guess, and I watched some of it, all of it, most of it, I don't remember, but I watched it with my wife, and it was, um, yeah, it was fine, you know, there was some, there was, there's still a couple characters, uh, from, from way back when that are still on that show, so that's good, but, uh, anyway, um, but yeah, I was, I, I just said, yeah, I don't, you can keep watching this without me. I, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't watch this show anymore. It's just, and I, even when I was watching it regularly, I would say to my wife, I would turn to her and say, you know what? I don't know any of these characters names except for like Rick, Coral, uh, the governor, Negan, you know, a couple of those guys. I said, I, half of these characters, I don't know their names and pretty much 100% of these characters, I don't give two shits about what happens. I, I am not, I have no connection to any of these characters. I have no attachment to any of these characters. I think they're all lame. If I was in a zombie apocalypse, I would just let the zombies take me. If the alternative was like, Hey, either you get eaten by zombies and turn into a zombie or you can spend the rest of your life running around the country with fucking Rick and, uh, oh, that stupid asshole who I can't fucking stand. Uh, what's his name? What is this? What kind of, what kind of road is this? I hate when they have this like fork in the road thing. And it's like, is it a one way or is it two lanes? What's the deal? I hate it. I hate it. Oh, but whatever. It's 
country roads, it doesn't really matter. Uh, but yeah, I would, I would just let the zombies get me because I can't stand any of those people, any of those characters. And it just got to that point where I'm like, I don't care. And that's why I, I speak so highly of succession because they, if just one of those characters was on that show, if that show was only, you know, Tom Wamsgans and, and the rest of them were not that interesting, or if it was only Logan Roy and the but they, every single character on that show is interesting, relatable, and I feel like anyone could identify with at least somebody on that show. And Walking Dead, I, I'm like, who can identify with any of these assholes? They're just so lame. And I get like, okay, the apocalypse, maybe, you know, maybe you're not as fun as you used to be because it's a fucking apocalypse. It wasn't Negan like a school teacher or something, a substitute school teacher in the old world. And now he's like, you know, but he's not even like that evil anymore. He's like a nice guy and he has like a family and stuff like what? And then there's, isn't there, there's this, isn't there going to be a spinoff show that's like Maggie and Negan? Uh, again, spoilers, sorry, but Negan bashed, <laughs> he bashed Glenn's brains, his eyeball. He bashed Glenn with that, with Lucille or whatever the hell the stupid name is. Is it Lucille? Every, every inanimate object on every show ever has been called Lucille. On Fresh Prince, Uncle Phil's pool stick was named Lucille. Uh, at least Mick Foley had a barbed wire bat and named it Barbie. Like, that's funny. Anyway, there's too many things. I feel like there were cars named Lucille on, on some... It doesn't matter. By the way, don't... If you name a car, you're a doofus. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> Uh, who the hell names a car? I don't think anybody actually names cars in real life. I think that only happened on television. I think that only happened on, like, Full House. When, like, uh, what did Uncle Jesse drove Danny Tanner's car bandit into the ocean or some stupid... I don't even remember. It's so dumb. Anyway, uh, who cares about Walking Dead? Uh, I just... My, my original point was I spent so much time going back and forth between, uh, do I want to catch up on wrestling or do I want to catch up on actual shows because I'm just going to watch wrestling and forget everything that I saw anyways. And any highlights from the last six months, I already saw them on Twitter or YouTube or something somewhere. Uh, but also I know that if I watch wrestling, I can hit the old off switch on my brain and not have to remember anything, not have to think. It's kind of nice, right? So, anyway, um, yeah. But then I watch, as I was then I then I put on a show like The Boys, and I'm almost done with the final episode of the last season, and I'm like, I, I'm wasting my time because this none of this is interesting, uh, and I'm sure. I'm sure the final moments of the finale will have something interesting, but, and then I'll say, okay, I'll watch season four, but I don't, you know, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, on the other hand, that thing comes out, and sometimes I'll, I'll watch a little bit of the first episode and be like, no, not yet, not, I'm not in the mood for this just yet, but I will be, 
And then I get to that point and I just plow through those episodes because they're so good. They're so just, I, I just love that show. Uh, and, um, and there's others like this succession. Of course, I, I may have mentioned a time or two that I'm a fan of succession. Uh, and as recently as what, like a month or two ago was watching succession over the, all three seasons, watching them over again for the umpteenth time. Oh, wow. That guy just ran a red light. That's a pretty common thing. Uh, around these parts that is a very very common thing it's it's kind of amazing how, how often people run red lights uh, around here but anyway wow that guy was close to my car I'm sitting in a left turn lane and that guy I was uh, there was a there was a little bit of concern on my part I'll be honest I really thought he was gonna clip the side of my car or just I mean, if he sneezed, he could have plowed right into me. Ugh. I just love it. Um, so, yeah, so I've been trying to catch up on wrestling and a little bit. And AEW is just, I kind of just say, yeah, forget it. I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm never gonna catch up on anything. It's just, there's not enough time in the day. Well, there is actually enough time in the day. I just don't. I just don't have no, the time that takes place during the day is not meant for me. The time that takes place during the day is meant for uh, me to be doing work on a Friday night until midnight. Oh yeah. Uh, anyway, but Vince McMahon is coming back, and it really, you know, it really does seem like he's not coming back back, but he's coming back to, uh, see to it that WWE is sold to the highest bidder. And, um, it's going to be a very interesting period of time, uh, not just in pro wrestling and all that, but just, uh, in the, in the landscape in general, just television, uh, media, Online, just everything, because whatever whatever happens here, WWE will never be the same again, no matter what. Uh, the product will never be the same again, even if they keep it like kind of the same. It it will change, and I'm sure that whatever sale does happen, and whoever it goes to, which <laughs> I love it, man. You know one of these days they're going to invent some kind of signal that you can have on a car some some kind of feature that will signal to fucking turn signal so I know you're fucking turning otherwise I sit here all day like an asshole god damn it these fucking people are so fucking stupid they're clueless they're Everybody's on their phone. Nobody's looking at the road. Like, I know I sound like an old guy because I'm a fucking old guy. But if I were 18, I'd be doing the same thing because I was an old man then too. It's the reason why the light turns green and it's an hour and a half before the first car makes it across the intersection is because they can't be bothered to look up from their phone. You fuck. Piece of shit. 
And then the fuckers, because it's New England, oh, you're gonna, oh, you're gonna take my spot. You're gonna park across uh, all the spots or what? Because this is not for you. This is for your fucking getting the grocery order. Because if you get out of your car, I'll fucking smash it. I'm gonna smash into your car, you bitch. <sighs> all right. Hold the phone. Oh, I'm just, I'm in such a shitty mood. I'm, I'm always in a shitty mood, but whatever. Oh my God. Look at these fucking people. Oh, I see. You didn't, you didn't. Uh, oh no, they did do the online. Okay. All right. Oh, this sucks. At one, it wasn't uh, pretty much this whole time. Like Shaw started doing the, you know, the drive up and go as they call it, whatever they call it, the, you know, curbside pickup, whatever grocery order pickup thing, whatever you want to call it. And, uh, it really, uh, pretty much every time I, I'm, I'm the only person who does this. Everybody else goes into the store like a sucker. It doesn't cost extra. To, it's like, you know, the only thing is you're kind of, you're dependent on how good the person is that's shopping for your groceries. Right. Um, anyway, but now it's like there's a car next to me. There was a car diagonal from me. There's another car diagonal from me. Of course, there's no people in it because people... This is another uh, thing that's pretty common around here. These fat, hairy rednecks here in uh, Massachusetts and New Hampshire, they they just park. Uh, it says pick up only. And they're just like, nah, I'm just going to park here and go in. And I... Oh, boy, it is. The... the the pleasure that I get from just envisioning myself taking a baseball aluminum bat and just smashing their car just, just because anyway, all right, back to Vince McMahon. He's, he's back to help orchestrate and move along the sale of WWE. Uh, you know, a lot of people say, Oh, maybe Disney. I, I really, I mean, sure. Why not? Cause Disney could maybe offer the most money, but you know who else could, Comcast is a pretty fucking huge uh, little mom and pop shop there, uh, and they have uh, how many? A couple, couple hundred billion dollars. Yeah, they'd have. They could reach into the couch cushions there at uh, at thirty Rockefeller Center, and uh, and easily. And and look, WWE obviously is on the Peacock thing, and. Um, you know, they have various agreements and it just, you know, it seems to make the most sense. Um, but Disney, you know, NBC, it's, I, you know, some are saying maybe Fox. I doubt that. And the reason I doubt that is because you go with Comcast, NBC, Universal, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you've got theme parks. WWE, you know, you, you, you can already go to Universal Studios and, you know, buy merch. Um, and the same with Disney, obviously you could uh, have that, but I don't know, man, uh, I can't quite picture a, uh, (laughs) I can't quite picture a WWE roller coaster at Disney world, but you know what? Um, there's a lot of shit that is at Disney parks now that I maybe couldn't have envisioned even just 10 years ago. So why the fuck not? Nobody's interested at like, oh, is this really what to... Oh, hang on. Hey, how's it going? Uh, John? Yeah, 7226. 
Thank you very much. <laughs> I just went back because I was like, oh, I got to unpause and uh, go back to recording. And I realized that uh, it recorded my entire uh, grocery pickup, which uh, you heard a little bit of it there. The nice uh, young lady coming to the car. And yeah, this, this lady next to me just pulled into the fucking pickup spot and she's picking up nothing nothing all right let's roll anyway uh so yeah i think that uh you know it's uh, is it, would this really be would this fall in the line of what walt disney would have envisioned oh uh nobody cares anymore <laughs> you can have mickey mouse and uh roman reigns and on the same thing, I mean, nobody can just, you know, Becky Lynch and, uh, and, and Daisy Duck can have a ride together. Nobody's going to care, right? It's what, oh, is this going to make a shit ton of money? Okay, cool. We'll do it. Let's do it. Here we go. Here we go, baby. Are you, are you crossing? Are you crossing? You're not cross. You're just standing there looking like you're crossing, but you're not crossing. You're talking on the, you're talking on the phone. Holy shit, is that Fritz Weatherby? No. Oh my god. I fucking... Nah. Boy, it... I don't know why he would be here. But it was a old guy with a beard. And uh, he really looked a lot like old Fritzy. Old Fritz Weatherby. He's still doing it, man. He's 80. He's got to be like 85 at this point. And he still does his segment every damn day on New Hampshire Chronicle. Tonight on Chronicle, you'll hear about Pinky Sears getting his dick sucked. All right, that's never been on Chronicle. That's on my bizarro, horrible version of my filthy Fritz, which I haven't done in a long time. And I do feel kind of like, oh man, there was no Womack Family Holiday Spectacular this year. Hey, maybe there... There will be one again. There just wasn't this year. You know, it's just, there's just too much. And I've explained to you what's going on. So, you know, that's, that's life. (coughs) Excuse me. All right, I'll take a quick little drive here to talk about, to talk about life in the fast lane. If you're Vince McMahon. Who's always in the fast lane of life, baby. Uh, so yeah, after a brief hiatus, Vince is back. And he's he's going to sell the company. He's going to sell WWE. What is that noise I'm hearing? It's a little... Me, 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 me. It's a noise you'd never hear unless I was doing a podcast. Because it's it's otherwise quiet. I would I'd be blasting tunes and I would never hear that noise. But now I can hear it. And it's one of the many things that's going to drive me insane. Yeah, a little shit like that just makes me crazy. Uh, why are we? Why are we stopped at this green light? Hi, hi. Why are we stopped at the green light? Why are we going so slowly through the fucking green light? Thank you. Oh my goodness gracious. Uh, mm, mm, mm. Um. So what does that mean? A lot of people, the initial reaction was, oh, 
fuck. Vince McMahon is back and he's going to take over the creative. He's going to take over the storylines, any of the any of the things that have happened in the last few months since he left. He's going to undo all of it. Any of the wrestlers who Vince fired and Triple H hired back, Vince is going to fire him again. And he's going to go back to like the crappy, uh, you know, carrying cross uh, gladiator thing. And he's going to make uh, LA Knight's going to go back to being called Max Dupree and Maximum Male Models and all that stupid shit, which I actually thought that was kind of entertaining. But uh, LA Knight is so much more interesting as LA Knight and not as Max Dupree. But that's a guy who can sort of. What was his name in TNA? I think it was Eli Drake or something like that. And then I don't I don't know all the names that he's had, but I was never a huge fan of the guy, but he he's he's really uh, he's at the point where he seems like I, I don't really like the young, you know, early twenties guys because they're not they're not grizzled veterans. They haven't lived a life yet, most most of them at that age. And that's why I, you know, they talk about like, oh, we only want the young wrestlers, the little young athletics. It's like, yeah, but you know what? Uh, Hulk Hogan's most entertaining portion of his career was when he was way past his prime. And it seemed like his career was over. And then he came out and he hit the leg drop on Randy Macho Man Savage. And most of the guys in that 1996, uh, one of the most famous moments, matches, pay-per-views, events in the history of wrestling, a top five, maybe a top two, maybe, maybe like, I don't know if it's the number one moment, but it is, it is up there when Hulk Hogan joined Hall and Nash in the NWO. I I keep hearing that squeaky. Maybe it's something that's in my trunk because I wasn't hearing it. I don't know. It's ever so slight. Uh, anyways, Oh, that's really going to make me crazy. <laughs> oh, man. Um, those guys were all in their 40s in the 90s. And they were, they were, you know, WCW wasn't the greatest, but it was interesting to watch these guys because they had been around. They had, had been able to trial and error. With their, they had, you know, different personas, different characters, successes, failures, whatever. And, and now you're watching them, and they're, they're fully formed, right? They're fully developed, in a sense. And uh, and that's why I just, you know, even even when you got to, like, the new generation of WWE, when it was all about Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, Kevin Nash, Diesel, Undertaker, Yokozuna, Owen Hart, Jeff Jarrett, One Two Three Kid, Lex Luger, Tatanka, Bam Bam Bigelow... <laughs> And all these, uh, all these characters, but they, you know, even if they were in their thirties, um, which most of them were, or their, or their, you know, one, two, three kid was a youngster in his twenties, but the guy had been around forever that he seemed like a grizzled veteran already. And, and, uh, that's why I, I do, I do like this LA Knight character because he's, he's like my age, but he's, he's just getting like major exposure on WWE television for the first time in his career. And he's been in TNA and he had good exposure there. And he was in, um, 
I, I think NWA for a while and had some exposure there. And he was on NXT for a couple years. And now I just want to, I'm like, okay, this guy, he feels like he's a wrestler. Like he feels like he has multi, uh, he's a multi-dimensional performer. That's what I want. And it's hard to get that with a, with a 21 year old. And it's not to say that all 21 year old wrestlers stink. They don't, they're quite good. They're very athletic. Um, but they're just, you know, personality wise. And they just, you know, it's just different. You, 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 as a, as a human keep adding layers and dimensions as you, as you get older and you have experiences that shape who you are and how you behave and how you think and how you act and the decisions you make and all that stuff. And, uh, and so that's why to me it is, it it is honestly, Oh, you, you pulled in front of me. Wow. I know who you are. You're some fucking guy's son. Uh, and that ain't your BMW, but you're, you are, you are driving like a BMW driver. So hats off to you. You're driving like a total piece of shit. Uh, which is like the telltale sign of a BMW. And you're going, I'm going 27 in this residential area, which is a little, little faster than it should be. And this guy uh, is leaving me. I can barely see his brake lights. Oh, what a, what a fucking scumbag. See, and that's the thing. He's, you know, he's probably some teenager. Maybe he's early twenties. Maybe he's a college kid still on brake. Because, uh, you know, the Christmas break in college doesn't doesn't end until, like, February 1st, usually. Uh, anyway. I can't... He's, he is gone. I... He... He just... He, he blew my doors off. Hey, Benny, I hope you got your wood screws, because I'm going to blow your doors off. Um... <laughs> anyway... So I wonder, I'm driving past this one. I wonder if the fucking, they, I guess they did. Some sucker paid 800,000 for this piece of shit house. Yep. There's boxes. Enjoy your fucking, uh, enjoy your money pit, asshole. Oh my God. I, I had had my sights set on that house too. And holy shit. Oh my God. Oh man. What a fucking, it wouldn't have been a mistake. It would have been fine, but it's just like, oh my God. God. It's a lot of money to pay for that house. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's get back to the thing. So, anyways, I so Vince had like a bunch of interesting characters, and he just he fired them all, or he put them in stupid, silly costumes, or stupid, silly names, or gimmicks, or whatever. And and Triple H has been doing a really nice job of undoing all the shittiness that Vince McMahon had done. And so the initial concern is, okay, Vince is back. What does that mean? Does that mean that the wrestling product is going to go back to being shitty Vince McMahon? You know, because you get a lot of, like, you can you can listen to the wrestlers talk and they all sound like Vince McMahon. And for the last few months, they have not all sounded like Vince McMahon that doesn't mean it's like a brand new fresh product because Stephanie McMahon is still there and Stephanie McMahon basically is Vince McMahon. She and Vince are so similar. I think she probably has, uh, more of a 
uh, a, a gentler touch when dealing with people in a one-on-one situation. God. What? I just opened my window and now I can't hear that noise. Now I close my window and I can hear it. What? Oh, that is... It's just one of those, like, eh, there's probably just some moisture and, you know, whatever, but it's going to drive me up the wall. Anyway, uh, but it, it has been overall an, a, a tremendous improvement uh, since August. It doesn't mean it's, like, the greatest thing in the planet, but it's it's good, and it's been fun to watch. And the fear is that, oh, Vince is back and he's going to take over immediately and everything's everything that's happening now is going to be rewritten and scrapped and changed and, you know, made to be done his way. And that is disappointing. But honestly, mm, that was my initial thought too. But uh, I got to tell you, man, it doesn't seem like he gives two fucks about that right now. It really, truly seems like Vince McMahon is uh, just ready to, like, sell this damn company and make a shit ton of money. You know, he's he's a billionaire, or I don't, he might have he might have slipped just slightly beneath billionaire status. Um, stupid rich, though, still, no matter what. And this will, <laughs> and this, you know, selling the WWE. To the highest bidder will absolutely make uh, Vincent Kennedy McMahon uh, a billionaire forever, no matter, you know, unless he decides to be an idiot like Elon Musk. And, uh, <laughs> but he would not do that. He's made some weird decisions, but uh, he would not. Nobody's, uh, nobody has that special level of stupid like Elon. And at least Vince McMahon, you know, yes, did he. Did he have a leg up on everybody else? Of course. Of course. His dad was Vince McMahon Sr. And owned a little thing called Worldwide Wrestling Federation, which then became World Wrestling Federation, uh, which he sold to his son in 1983, 84. And, uh, and then Vince took it and did whatever the fuck he wanted to do and made it bigger than it had ever been. And, uh, and so that, you know, you might think he's a piece of shit and in a lot of ways he is, but you can't call Vince McMahon an idiot. Even when Vince McMahon is like completely out of touch with everything, he's still putting out a product that, that people want. People don't even care. Like, okay. Like even when Doink the Clown was prominently featured on television, people were still, I still watch. I didn't want to see Doink the Clown ever. But I still watched it, and I suffered through Doink the Clown, and Mantar, Mantar, and all these Duke the Dumpster Drossy and all this crap. Because hey, you sit through these guys, and then you're going to get to see Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels and Diesel and Razor and all the guys you want to see. And uh, Elon Musk is just a fucking—he's just a lucky little idiot, a, a scumbag jerk off idiot who is who was very 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 rich and now he's just very rich uh and everything that has happened since he uh since he acquired twitter has shown us in real time 
what a complete and utter imbecile Elon Musk is. Vince McMahon is like best friends with Donald Trump. And you would almost, you would never know it because Vince McMahon is too smart to, uh, you know, all these other people, you're fine. Oh, no, he's a, he's a Trump supporter. Oh, no, he supports this. Oh, God. And there's uh, Pat Sajak taking pictures with Marjorie Taylor Greene, a fucking, uh, <laughs> that hillbilly. Uh, that homophobic, bigoted, fucking Georgia redneck, white trash, hillbilly piece of shit, and there's, oh, there's beloved game show host Pat Sajak, which we all know, Pat Sajak, he's, he's made no secret that he's a conservative for a very long time, uh, cause why would he be? You haven't had to use your brain in 40 years, because you get to host, like, one of the greatest game shows of all time, you've been locked into that job for, that's why I always say, anytime Wheel of Fortune comes on, or Price is Right, and it's like, there's only, there's only one winner on this show, and it ain't the contestant who makes it to the final round. It ain't the contestant who wins the big showcase. It's Pat Sajak. It's Alex Trebek. It's Bob Barker. It's Drew Carey. Blossom, whoever's hosting Jeopardy now, I don't even know. That's the fucking, that is your champion right there. Because who wouldn't want that job? Oh. Uh... And then Vince McMahon, you ever see a, uh, go find me a, a political tweet from Vince McMahon. You never will. You never fucking will. Yes, there's a picture of the McMahon family and Triple H and Linda and Shane and his wife and Stephanie and all their little grandkids and uh, sitting, uh, you know, posed next to Donald Trump in the White House. And that's about it. And I, yeah, Linda McMahon worked uh worked for, you know, in the Trump administration. It's like, yeah, they're best pals, but you never hear anything about it. So you never think about it because Vince McMahon isn't a stupid idiot. Elon Musk is on Twitter talking about how, oh, I, I want to make both sides unhappy. That's how I know I'm doing the right. It's like, what, why do you want to make anybody unhappy? Aren't you supposed to buy Twitter to make it better? So that there's less uh, fucking, uh, you know, violent harassment. And maybe it's like, you know, 1% better than it has been. Oh, oh, you're here to make it worse and to unban, you know, fucking insurrectionists and bigots and Nazis and, and, uh, and just suspend journalists for a day or two just for fun, just because you can, just to be a dick. And then have little Twitter polls to say, uh, he's a fucking child. He's a fucking doofus child. And he's earned, like, uh, sorry, he's earned very little of what he has. Stolen ideas and just, you know, at least, you know, Vince McMahon won the the genetic lottery in a lot of ways. Because that dude, (laughs) his dad owned a, a huge wrestling company. And then Vince, uh, and, and his dad did, and this is like, this is why people hate baby boomers. I know it's hard for me to not turn anything into like an anti baby boomer thing, but look at that pre, you know, there was like some honor back in those days. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Vince McMahon senior was of that previous generation where, yeah, they could be ruthless and cutthroat, but also 
there was like the gentleman's agreement and they honored that. And in wrestling, up until Vince Sr. came along, the gentleman's agreement was, hey, you know what? There's all these territories and WWE, WWF, WWWF as it was called, you're a Northeast, you're New York, New England, you know, a little bit of New Jersey, Pennsylvania, the mid-Atlantic states, and uh, and then that's it. A little bit into, you know, yeah, I guess maybe Philadelphia and, and that kind of thing. Uh, otherwise, you stay right where you are. And the Florida Territory is going to be the Florida Territory and, uh, you know, Stampede Wrestling in Calgary and AWA in, you know, Minnesota and that area and, uh, you know, whatever. WCW, NWA in, like, the South Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, what have you. And Vince Sr. said, yep, no, we're, that's the, that's the, that's the gentleman's agreement. We're a gentleman and we're going to do this gentlemanly and I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to stay out of your turf. You're going to stay off my turf and uh, never the twain shall meet and you do your business and I'll do my business. And Vince Jr. said, yeah, so I bought the company from my dad and uh, then my dad died and now it's my company and fuck gentlemen's agreement. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to offer a ton of money to your big stars, your Hulk Hogan's and your Andre the Giants and all these other guys, Rowdy Roddy Piper, Randy Savage, King Kong Bundy, Junkyard, whatever, all these guys. I'm going to offer them stupid money, money that nobody could turn down. And they're going to leave your organization and come work for me. And then, yeah, your organization might not last. And then I will, you'll go out of business. I will gobble you up. And then your territory, guess what? It's going to be my territory. And I'm going to have TV deals, not just in the Northeast, not just out of Madison Square Garden in New York and Connecticut. Then, 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 then. We're going to go on USA. We're going to be on cable television. We're going to have pay-per-views. We are going to actually be the World Wrestling Federation. And I'm going to gobble you up. And there's going to be none of you left. And I will be standing tall at the end. And that's exactly what happened. And the ter- the old wrestling territories. And it's like, yeah, you know, you would get these different personalities. And these fully developed wrestlers because they came up in the territory. And then by the time they got to WWE, when the territories were still around, but also so was the big juggernaut that is WWE, you had people like Piper and Hogan and Savage who had already developed their character outside of WWE. And so in the 80s and 90s, you had these personalities that were all their own, were all different, were all unique different look, different appearance, different tights, different everything, different interview style, different voice, literally. Who the hell sounds like Macho Man Rand? Nobody, except the million, uh, billion people who do that imitation all the time, yeah. Uh, turn on my turns. Uh, 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 and that was the cool thing about the territories, is that you would get by the time these wrestlers would come to WWF, WWE, 
they had been on the territories for years and they knew the business and they knew their character and and sure Vince maybe put you know took Dusty Rhodes and put him in fucking polka dots but he was still Dusty Rhodes and everybody fucking loved him polka dots and all they didn't care and people loved when Ric Flair came, you know all these guys and now it's like yeah there is a developmental <laughs> there is a place where you can go and you can develop your character and it's called NXT and it's owned by WWE so anyway I'm just I'm just driving around I'm going I, I don't even know I can't I can't think straight anymore um, but but what I my, my my point is is that Vince ruthless piece of shit but holy crap in some ways the worst thing to ever happen to the wrestling business and in some ways the best thing to ever he's the best and worst he's like the internet he's the best and worst at the same time like the internet is like the greatest invention ever and it's also the worst invention ever and I wish that it never was invented but also I'm so happy that it was invented all at the same time and Vince McMahon, I'm so thankful that Vince McMahon existed and was able to, to give us everything that he gave us in professional wrestling on a on a global stage and do what he did with WWE in the 80s and 90s up until now. And he's not done, obviously. But he's also a piece of shit that took all of these great territories that had their own sort of unique feel and flavor. And that was the thing. A, a big-name guy would go to a different territory and he would sign on for, you know, a certain amount of time and a certain number of matches. So it's like, holy shit, you can see this big name from one territory and he's going to come here for a few months and you get to see him wrestling. You know, Ric Flair is going to take on, uh, you know, Kerry Von Erich. He's going to, Ric Flair uh, is going to go to freaking, you know, from, from North Carolina is now going to go to Texas. And the only way that we, this is a dream match and this is the only way to see it. And then maybe Kerry Von Erich is going to go to North Carolina and wrestle Ric Flair. And so the people in North Carolina will get to see that match. And Vince McMahon said, I think what I'd rather do is I'd rather have all of those wrestlers just working for me. And then I can take them all around to all of those states and not just Texas, not just Florida, not just North Carolina, everywhere. And then if people can't make it out, we're going to go on pay-per-view and they can watch them. You know, he obviously Vince McMahon didn't didn't, didn't invent pay-per-view wrestling. He didn't invent pay-per-view. Um, but he invented as we know it today because he came up with WrestleMania and then the other subsequent pay-per-views. So in a lot of ways, Vince McMahon, you know, I mean, he's, he's incredible. Also, you don't get to be a, a 70 something year old, person and still be relevant and still be successful and still be, you know, as out of touch as Vince McMahon is in a lot of ways, he also, he understands human behavior and things that people want to see. Even if there's a lot of shit that he does that I don't want to see, I still watch because he's done so much well that I say, okay, yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna suffer through this crap that Vince McMahon's giving me because it's going to, uh, 
lead, you know, eventually the good stuff is going to be there. And you just have to be patient. And, and yeah, and so Vince is, uh, wow, this neighborhood, which is soon to be my neighborhood, it's like, it's like this magical winter neighborhood that there's a blanket of snow. I'm not even sure. There's a blanket of snow on like all of these lawns that doesn't exist anywhere else, anywhere else in this town. This is, this is wild. Uh, anyway, so Vince is such a brilliant businessman. He's such a brilliant mind for business. You know, the guy did WWE Network and then, and now everybody, it was, when WWE Network came out, it was Netflix, Hulu, uh, you know, and whatever your cable or satellite provider was, you could, you could stream, you know, you could stream direct TV or dish or whatever. Uh, and, and Vince came out with WWE Network years before Disney Plus and Paramount Plus and HBO Max. Yeah, you had HBO Go. So if you subscribe to HBO, you could see, you could stream any of the shows and movies that were on HBO at that time. Uh, but then they came out with their whole HBO Max, which is just, yeah, anybody can have HBO and, uh, it's not just HBO stuff, but it's all this other crazy, you know, Looney Tunes and which unfortunately HBO Max is about to be ruined because like Looney Tunes is going away and all this other great content and there, it's just going to be, everything starts out okay and then gets really good (laughs) and then gets shitty again. It's just so strange how like stuff peaks and then it goes, it goes downhill. Uh, but anyway, I mean, Vince McMahon, such a visionary guy, but when it comes to the wrestling product as of late, eh, not so hot. Vince, you know, he shouldn't be, uh, holding the pencil, so to speak you know, and doing the booking and, and writing the storylines. Cause it's, it's been a lot of crap. He's put out a lot, a lot of crap, uh, over the years, but you know, but still with enough good stuff that people are watching and they've really figured out, you know, the formula, it's the WWE machine. It can't be stopped. It really can't. There's no other wrestling company that could compete, uh, on the scale that WWE competes on. And it's just, you know, and soon WWE is going to be part of uh, you know, it'll be one of the little menus, uh, maybe on Disney plot, you know, Marvel, Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, uh, and then WWE will be next to it or it'll be, you know, as it, as it currently is, it'll be on Peacock, but it'll just be like, yeah, this is WWE. And now you can go to Universal Studios and ride, uh, you know, the Undertaker's Tombstone Challenge roller coaster. That's a horrible name, but the Last Ride. Undertaker had a fin- has has or had a finisher called the Last Ride, and are you kidding me? If that you know forever, there will be at, at Universal Studios or someplace, either Universal Studios or Disney. Uh, and you know what? Maybe Disney says, "Yeah, I don't want we don't want WWE the Magic Kingdom," but also 
more than anything, we want to make a bunch of money. So yeah, we'll buy WWE and we'll just open a separate theme park that's that's just going to be called the WWE Universe. Hey, I got tickets to go to WWE Universe. And you can ride, you know, The Undertaker's Last Ride, fucking uh, John Cena, You Can't See Me, uh, Attitude Adjustment Roller Coaster. I don't know, you know, whatever. The Ric Flair, uh, the, the Ric Flair Figure Four, where it's just going to be a roller coaster with four loops. And then next to it will be the Charlotte Flair Figure Eight which will have eight loops, you know, I mean, just that's basic stuff, and then uh, it's just endless possibilities, Uh, so anyway, that's why I think the WWE will either be acquired by Disney, or uh, Comcast, NBC, Universal, whatever the, whatever the hell it's called, let's just say Comcast, Um, and, uh, and yeah, because, because why would, why would why would they go to somebody who doesn't do theme parks? It's just I, I don't know. That's my thought. Is that there will be in the not so just as there's about to be you know Super Nintendo Land, which I love that name because it's I just keep thinking that uh, you're gonna go to Super Nintendo Land and you're gonna walk down you know what would be their version of Main Street USA. And I, I keep thinking that instead of the big castle in the background, you're going to see like a giant uh, SNES console, <laughs> Bowser's Castle. Uh, and like, anyway, um, but yeah, there, by the way, thank you to Mr. Massachusetts Hyundai. Just like you are, you truly are from Massachusetts because you just pulled right the fuck out in front of me and proceeded to go as slow as any car I have ever seen. You had absolutely no reason to pull out in front of me, and you did, and you can go fuck yourself, and now I'm going to go past you because you're a jerk-off. Yeah, you fucking turd. Oh, man. Anyway, um, these podcasts are sometimes hard to do when I'm driving, especially that noise is driving me crazy, and that noise maybe has been there the whole time I've had this car, but I've just been, you know, uh, listening to tunes. But I'm on the highway now, so I can't hear it at all, so that's good. Oh, actually, yes, I can. Yes, I can. Uh, Man. It's one of those things where I'm like, I'd rather just sell this car (laughs) and just deal with it or get it fixed. Uh, Anyway. uh, I I say anyway a lot, I've realized. I gotta try... Those are... There's always those ticks, and I have many of I have many of ticks, and I would like to get rid of them. Anyway, <laughs> so the big the, the initial concern though is okay, is Vince going to take over creative? And I actually, after I've really read like what the plan is and what he wants to do, I really, honestly, I don't think so. I think Vince. The only I, he, by the way, a, a, a merger acquisitions; those are you don't just sign a paper and say, "Okay, here's a briefcase full of <laughs> full of million dollar bills. Uh, <coughs> give me your company now. We now own it." No, it's it's a huge deal, and it takes 
a lot of time and a lot of negotiating and a lot of back and forth and a lot of lawyers and a lot of very smart people in a lot of meetings to make this shit happen. There are so many moving parts um, that the notion of Vince McMahon even having time to be part of the creative day-to-day of the company, I just, I can't see how that would happen. And he's kind of got like, you know, a thing built in where like, okay, I've been gone for six months and my daughter and my son-in-law and this other very bright person, whether you like him or not, Nick Khan, are, have been running the show and it's, it's going great. It's fine. Everything's good. Um, so yeah, so I, I just, yeah, the more I think about it and the more I read about it and the more I understand what's happening, it's like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think there's a big concern at this time that Vince McMahon is going to step back and, you know, be there at every Monday night raw you know, rewriting uh, scripts at the eleventh hour at, at, at you know at uh, at eight p.m. at seven at seven forty nine p.m. I just I just don't think so. And uh, boy, everybody's everybody's got that Macan. That's like the, everybody either the Macan or the Cayenne. And this this Macan with a license plate that says Wiki. That's douchey. Uh, made it a point to uh, we were we he was in the left lane I was in the right lane, and he made it a point to go faster than me because the two lanes converged, and he wanted to get ahead of me, and and now he is going, well he's he's going the speed limit I'll give him that but like why did you need to be ahead of me because I was planning on going a little bit over the speed limit, oh that's right because you're from New Hampshire. And New Englanders are all like that. They're little fucking children who drive like fucking little bitches in the, uh, in the, in the, I'm on the, on the roadways. Um, and it, it's the, it's a big reason why I'm a fucking mess these days is because, and I, not to change subjects, but for the last seven and a half years, I have thought, oh, it's not. New England drivers aren't any worse or better than any others. They're just as everybody sucks at driving. I'm just getting older and my commute was longer at the time and I'm just more frustrated. Wrong. Because uh, this summer was the first time in years that we went back to New York and I never had any of this shit happen. And it's not like I was driving differently or that I was like, oh, I'm happy because I have a few days off and I'm visiting friends and I, I don't care about... No, it's just different. People are such fucking children in New England. It's crazy. That's not to say there aren't big fucking children in New York. There's plenty of them and other states. But I... Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, Florida... It has terrible drivers, and then you realize, okay, because it's a lot of New Englanders who move down there. <laughs> a lot of people from, I mean, Connecticut is the worst. That's the other thing, too. I just need to thank my lucky stars that I, uh, you know, I, I'm not in Connecticut. Truly the worst, the worst drivers and the worst, the Merritt Parkway, are you kidding me? The fact that that thing still exists the way that it does with its two lanes, 
two fucking lanes. The main artery that connects a large portion of New England to uh, the southern United States, to New York City. Like, you have to. If you're in Massachusetts, if you're in Rhode Island, uh, and, uh, you know, in, in New Hampshire, too, and even parts of you have to go that way. You don't have to, but it's like that's the direct route. And they have two fucking lanes called the Merritt Parkway, the biggest piece of shit roadway. Uh, and, and uh, you know, I, every time we drop my, my wife and kids are sick of it, I'm sure, because every time we take the Merritt Parkway, I do the same bit every time where I'm like, oh, hey, uh, so we've got this idea for a highway. Uh, it's going to connect... It's really going to be kind of like the the, the road that connects. Let's to, to put it simply, it's going to connect uh, coastal New England, Boston. It's basically going to connect Boston to New York City. Uh, so what do you what do you guys think? I was thinking maybe like maybe maybe just like two lanes max. Yeah, you guys. Yeah. Well, actually, sir, I thought maybe maybe it should be at least three. Like, cause you know, if the car is kind of the way that the future is going, we should have. You know, we should be a little bit forward-thinking and maybe maybe make it a three-lane roadway. Maybe even four if you really want to think long-term. No, 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 Jenkins. Uh, pipe down. Uh, the, the Merritt Parkway is uh, it's going to be two lanes and only two lanes because that's all we'll ever need because the population is not going to get any bigger. And, uh, okay, well... As far as, uh, you know, as far as entering this, uh, this parkway of ours, you know, we should probably have, you know, a, a good enough, uh, uh, a runway, so to speak, uh, so that people can merge, uh, getting onto this highway, uh, just like any other highway in America, a good, you know, good sized on ramps and off ramps. I'm hearing you say all kinds of stuff about on ramps and off ramps. No, stop signs, two lanes very fast and stop signs. That's how you get on. Oh, geez. Don't you think that's, that, that might cause like a pretty big line of traffic and, and, and potentially it could be very dangerous if these cars, you know, you got cars blowing down the road at, uh, you know, 70, 80, 90 miles per hour. And you're going to have people just pull up to a stop sign and wait for the all clear. That could be very frustrating and quite dangerous. Yeah, no stop signs. We're, we're doing stop signs. You sure you don't want to do like even just like a little on ramp? No, I, I'm I'm sure I want to do a stop sign, and that's how people are going to get on this highway. I I need to get back on topic here. Who's honking? Who the fuck is honking? Fucking assholes. Uh, so anyway, um, I did it again. I said I said so anyway. Ah, <sighs> shit, shit. So so. Uh, yeah, I really, I really don't think that Vince McMahon is going to do any, have anything to do with the creative at WWE. Now, will part of this sale involve Vince McMahon being able to be part of the creative direction of WWE? He may, he may very well put that in that says for the first, uh, you know, so a lot of times when somebody sells the company, uh, that that person who owned the owner, founder, whatever of the company, they sell to somebody else. And part of that deal is that the owner of said company 
when he is no longer he or she is no longer the owner and sells to a, a, another company, that person stays on in some capacity, and certainly you know retains uh, board seats, uh, retains some position of power at least for a certain amount of time. You know they maybe have a transitional uh, period of time. I, I that's what I think Vince is going to do, and that's that's where I get worried that not today. I don't think Vince is coming back to, to just, you know, run the SmackDown and Monday Night Raw and all that, you know, and like, here's, here's what the matches are going to be for the next several years and all the pay-per-views and all No. Um, and by the time this company is sold and that sale goes through, I mean, it ain't, it ain't going to happen. That ain't going to happen tomorrow either. Um, but when it does, I mean, you know, Disney, it, it took a while, you know, they, they bought Marvel and they bought Star Wars and, you know, all these things that Disney owns, but it wasn't just like, Hey, Disney owns all this stuff. And Oh, tomorrow the Disney network is coming out and they're going to have all those movies. No, Uh, you know, those movies were those movies and shows that are now on Disney plus, uh, that are owned by Disney, that are Disney properties. They had, they had deals that were in place already. You know, Disney movies were on uh, the first, the first place that you could see Disney movies uh, streaming on demand was uh, Stars. I remember the Stars Channel was like, "Wow, it's good to have the Stars Channel because all the Disney movies uh, show up here before they show up anywhere else streaming." Um, and stuff was on. I don't know. Was wasn't wasn't Star Wars on Netflix? I feel like it was. I don't even remember at this point. But they were uh, here and there and everywhere and, and the Marvel films and all that stuff. And now they're all on Disney+. Plus, and that's where you go to see those movies if you want to see them without having to buy them. And so, you know, it, it's not all going to happen overnight. And by the time it does happen, uh, Vince McMahon will probably be... Because <laughs> he's... What is he now? 77? He'll, he'll definitely be in his 80s by the time... Look at this cocksucker. Look at you. What are you fucking doing? Asshole. These pieces of shit. You're supposed to stop, you fucking asshole. I tell you. Only, only here. Only here does this shit happen. (laughs) There's a stop sign and the car is supposed to be stopped. And the, these two streets converge, and it's my right of way. And every car that comes down this hill just blows right into the. This car wasn't stopping. He was he he or, or she seemed perfectly content to just plow right into me. I cannot wait. Uh, and it seems like we're maybe uh, within the next uh, month or two. We'll not have to come to this goddamn place anymore. Uh, anyway. All right. I'm home now. How long is this hour and 20? Uh, another, another shitty podcast that I probably won't post, but, uh, anyway, Vince is back. I don't think the creative thing is really what he has his sights set on at all. And, um, yeah, WWE is going to be sold to somebody. Uh, I think Disney is probably the going to be the runner up and I really think that NBC Universal Comcast uh GE <laughs> Dunder Mifflin 
<laughs> whatever the hell that company is called, uh, will have, you know, they already have the WWE network on Peacock, which sucks. Um, but then if, if NBC, if P, if, if Comcast owns WWE, then I don't know all the international, the, the WWE network internationally. I can't think straight. I'm so tired. This fucking podcast sucks. Vince McMahon's back. He, he's selling the WWE. That's it. I could have said it in five seconds. Jesus Christ. I suck at fucking podcasting. God damn it. I don't know. That's it. That's all. What, what We could speculate all day, but I really don't think he's going to have much to do with the creative direction of that company ever again, which gives me a little bit of comfort. But then the fact that the company's going to be sold gives me uh, less comfort. Because, oh my gosh, I don't want the Disney version of WWE. I honestly don't want the Disney version of anything. Honestly, if the fucking, if the Simpsons weren't on Disney Plus, I wouldn't have Disney Plus. I have no reason to have Disney Plus. You say, oh, what about Star Wars? I don't care. Mandalorian is great. Uh, The rest of it, I don't care. The movies I own anyways, so who gives a shit? Marvel, I don't give two fucks about Marvel. Uh... And that's it. I don't, there's nothing, you know, cause they have like home alone. And I, I have home. I own those movies, so I don't need Disney plus. And frankly, I have half of them. I, I think to myself, well, why don't I just maybe like buy the Simpsons <laughs> seasons and then I don't need Disney plus because I honestly don't need Disney plus. I feel like Disney plus, you know, you get that Disney bu- bundle, which is Hulu and Disney Plus, Hulu, and uh, Disney Plus, and ESPN, and um, which is also garbage. Because, man, ESPN, I have that. Is it ESPN Plus? Everything's fucking Plus, Plus or Max. What's the other word? Is there another Hulu? Hulu Plus? Is it Hulu Plus? Disney Plus, HBO Max, Peacock premium i don't even know it's either max or plus everything's plus plus (laughs) plus max max plus and then netflix which is i get netflix for free uh because i negotiated it with my comcast package because every so often i call comcast just like i did with direct tv just like i did with dish i call them every six months and complain that my bill is too high and then they lower it and then they throw in a bunch of free shit and i may i may never have to pay for netflix again because they've just they gave me netflix years ago and i have not paid for netflix i don't even know I, i the last time i paid for netflix i think i was getting netflix dvds mailed to me that's how long ago it was uh, George W. Bush was president <laughs> last time I paid for Netflix. Um, yeah, Netflix is another one that I'm, I, I scroll through Netflix and it's, I, I say, okay, Netflix has, you know, before this, they had the office. I'm like, okay, it's good to have Netflix cause they have the office. Well, the office is now on Peacock, which Peacock I get for free because Peacock is Comcast and I have Comcast. So I just get Peacock. And then Netflix, they threw in. So I realized, and HBO Max, I have a subscription to HBO, so I don't have to pay for that extra. Th- I mean, I do, because, but it's like, it's bundled with all the other premium channels. So it's like, I don't know, I pay for Paramount Plus, and 
I just, it's been three years since I've paid for Disney because I had like a, I had like a, some ridiculous discount because I was a D23 member. And so, it, so really, so, and I think I just, I think I pay for Disney plus annually. So even if I canceled Disney plus, I'd still have it until next November. But eh, the new Mandalorian's coming out. Disney plus is fine. It's, it's, it's okay. I just, I don't know. And I'm trying to watch, uh, Andor. It's boring. It's just boring. I know. I'm sure it gets good. I'm just like, I, and I watched the Darth Vader Obi-Wan thing and that was fine. And, uh, the Boba Fett thing sucked except for the one episode with the Mandalorian and Luke Skywalker and all baby Yoda bullshit. That was fine. Uh, I don't like Boba Fett, so I don't care. Um, Andor, <laughs> Cassie and Ant- Andor, uh, yeah, I, when I first, th- I, I thought it was Endor, I was like, okay, a show about the uh, Ewoks, that's, that's cute, that could be fun, but that's the other thing too, all the Star Wars, th- they all look the same, it's all, it just, it just all looks and feels the same, and it's just, I just feel like I'm just watching the same thing. I just, I don't know, man. Life's short. I feel like I'm wasting my time. I really do. I've watched enough Star Wars and I'm, you know, I'm going to watch The Mandalorian. But even that, I just, I just, I don't, I don't go back and rewatch Mandalorian episodes. And maybe I will. Maybe I'll watch last season just to to watch it again. But uh, ESPN is the one app that has a lot of great content that I want to watch because it has uh, ESPN Plus you know, you can get a bunch of games that are you can't get anywhere else unless you're, you know, they're in your local TV thing. Uh, oh shit! There's a fucking Kansas City and Oakland is on right now. Or Las Vegas. I'm missing. I'm missing sports. God damn. Um, of course, I've been gone for like two hours, so it's my own fault. Uh, <laughs> but ESPN, the the user interface of ESPN Plus is the same piece of shit. It's slightly better than it was when it first came out, but it's, it's included in the bundle and I'm, I'm okay with that, but it's like, damn it. You know, eventually the Disney bundle is Hulu and Disney plus and ESPN. I feel like that's all just going to be on one app. And to me, maybe I'm wrong, but if I'm Iger or any of these guys, I'm, I'm looking at Hulu and I'm looking at Disney plus and I'm looking at ESPN plus and it's like, we own all this shit anyways. Why isn't this just one app? And Hulu is a pretty good app as far as like, you know, the refresh rate and, and, and buffering and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's quite good. Um, don't you think there's going to be a thing where it's like you go on Disney plus and it's gonna ha- it's gonna say Disney, you know the tabs at the top. Disney, uh, Star Wars, Marvel. I don't know Nat Geo or whatever the other thing is that they have. WWE, ESPN, Hulu. Don't you think that they would be? They're like salivating at the thought of that. And then they can just charge like this, you know, and you can just pay, Hey, I don't want Hulu. I just want Disney. Okay. Uh, you know, nine ninety nine a month. 
yeah, but I want WWE and I want, okay, well that you can pay for all of these $9.99 a month, or you can get the Disney, the Disney plus max Supreme, the (laughs) double decker, whatever stupid thing. And you can unlock everything for, uh, you know, $24.99 a month or 29, 20, uh, whatever. And it's like, oh, I could pay for these $10 a pop, but for only only $10 more, I can get all of it? And then for just another $10 more, commercial-free? No commercials and no nothing? No ads? Eh, Okay, that's ESPN and Hulu and Disney? Star Wars? Marvel? WWE? (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, why not? Why wouldn't? uh, Sure, sure. WWE could be sold to Disney. And then they would have... Could you imagine that, though? Like, you got Epcot, Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, MGM, whatever it's called now, Disney Studios, Hollywood Studios, fucking the one that nobody goes to. Uh, used to be Animal Kingdom was the one that nobody goes to, and then they threw that Avatar ride in. Of course, everybody's going to, you know, now you're like, okay, I'll go. Um Animal Kingdom was nice though because you could always get parking because nobody was there because it sucked. It was a sucky. It, I don't give a shit about seeing animal. I don't. I'm not a zoo guy. I there's nothing fascinating to me about seeing wild animals pulled from their natural habitat in fake Disney habitats made to look like their homeland, so that you know us fat fucks can drive around with our fucking goofy ear hats on. Uh, like, oh, look at the lion. The monkeys are on the thing. Oh, boy. I don't care. I don't care about it. I don't, I, I do not care. I, I don't, I don't want to go on safari in Africa because I don't want to be eaten. And I don't want to go on, I've, uh, I've been on safari at the animal kingdom and it bored the shit out of me. Look, there's a lion. Yeah. He's a lot. He, it's a giant cat. He looks like every cat on the fucking planet, except he's much bigger and he could kill me. He could bite my head off before I could even say, look out, lion. (laughs) I don't care. Uh, Anyways, but, but the animal kingdom is, you know, it's got the, I feel like the, oh, the, 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 the Yeti roller coaster Everest thing. That was a cool, that was, uh, you know, 2006, they opened that. So that was like, okay, that's it. But, that's not not even that great of a ride. And I don't even remember what else they have. There's some Oh, and they have that stupid dinosaur. Uh I don't I don't think a lot of people understand that it's like it's themed to be like, hey, the dinosaurs are having a local carnival. Cuz it looks it's very like local carnival-y looking, but it's Disney. But it's more carnival-y than Disney. And the dinosaur ride is okay. You know, you got Felicia Rashad on there. And, uh, and then, you know, you got the stupid dino coaster. Who knows if any of that shit's even there anymore. It's been so long. And I have, I have fallen so out of love with Disney over the year. I don't, not, not for any reason. It's just like, I don't know. I guess just getting old. I'm just like, I don't, I don't care. (laughs) I don't care about rides. We went on rides this past summer for the first time in a decade. I think, 
I think when we lived in Florida was the last time that I went on any kind of roller coaster because we'd go to Disney all the time. And I think I got sick of it. Uh, and I know those parks have all kinds of new shit that I have never seen in person. I've watched all the videos. I know what it all looks like. And, uh, and I, you know, and the kids will take the kids there sooner than later, sometime in the next year, I'm sure. <sighs> and then they'll say, Oh, I don't want to ever leave. Why do we, why, why don't we still live in Florida? It's not fair. Um, <laughs> and honestly, I could live in Florida with, children this age well no i couldn't i would be i'd still be miserable i hated i i can't do it man i'm a northeast guy and that's it you know maybe maybe uh, similar areas in europe that have you know mountains and beaches and you know lakes and you know older things but anyway who, who cares who cares about that um and then that hollywood studios i don't know they didn't they get rid of the Twilight Zone ride? And they got rid of... I think they still have the Aerosmith ride. Which, you know... If you like a roller coaster... Hey, I've got an idea here. We'll, um... Instead of just a regular old roller coaster... Uh, we'll force people to listen to really shitty music... The whole time that they're on the roller coaster. And instead of just building the roller coaster... We'll build the roller coaster and we'll pay Aerosmith a ton of fucking money to get the rights to use their songs on the... Oh, okay. Ugh. Oh, boy! This is what I've always wanted. An Aerosmith roller coaster. Yay! And and the whole time you're standing in the queue, you just get to hear, like... <laughs> you just get to hear, like, the bass line for Walk This Way. You're just standing there. You just hear, like... And I, oh, I hate, and then that stupid video, and Stephen Tyler like, hey man, we gotta get to the concert, quick, let's go. Next stop, big concert. I, I just, I, I, I ugh, ugh. um, and Spaceship Earth is no longer narrated by Jeremy Irons, and and Dame Judy Dench is fine, but yeah, they ruined that ride. They ruined it. They ruined it. They destroyed it. If they get rid of Carousel of Progress, I'm, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do. They're already, you know, Splash Mountain is history. That makes me, that doesn't make me as sad as I thought, but it's, it, it will make me sad the first time I go there. And listen, I, I fucking love Princess and the Frog. I love it. I love Tiana. I love Prince Naveen, whatever his name is. And, uh, and Dr. Facilier and uh, whatever. The other fucking goofy, dopey characters in that thing. The fucking uh, the redneck uh, firefly guy. And he dies. So anyway, uh, I'm so excited. I can't wait to see visually what they do. Uh, it's probably going to be, uh, it's probably going to be a, a mind-blowing thing. It's going to be great. It really is. But like, couldn't you... Couldn't you have just, couldn't you have just had that ride, like, somewhere else in the park? Oh, we can't have two splash rides. That's just crazy. Well, you can have eight splash rides and people are still going to fucking come. Like, maybe, or maybe Tiana, the, the maybe that ride is at Epcot. Or the Animal Kingdom, because 
it is really an animal, you know, she turns into a frog and frogs are animals. Uh, it certainly, it certainly fits more with the animal kingdom than the fucking, uh, avatar ride, which is fake, stupid blue animals that, by the way, I haven't seen that movie. I'm, I'd like to think I never will. I don't care. I don't care what the visuals are. I hated that first movie so fucking much. I remember sitting there. I'm like, what the hell is everyone talking about? They like this crap? Okay. Oh, but when they when they step on the ground, it changes colors at night. That's pretty. It's like, yeah. It's just, it's kind of the, the to me, Avatar is... Uh, so I was watching a video and it's like a lost, it's a stupid Elon Musk. He made a tunnel, the Las Vegas loop tunnel loop or whatever it's called. And it's just, they took what we know as the subway. And instead of sensible train cars all attached to one another, it's just, it's basically just Uber underground. It's an Uber underground carpool subway with two stops. But everybody in the like the TikTok video, like, oh, this is like, oh, I'm blown away. This is awesome. It's amazing. Elon Musk is a genius. It's like, it's a tunnel with, with Teslas driven by cab drivers. And you have to ride it with other people. And it's like, it'll save you a 20-minute walk. Okay, I'll take the walk. <laughs> like, what? What? This fucking country will literally do anything to avoid having to have fucking high-speed rails and trains in every community so we don't have to fucking depend on stupid goddamn cars and gasoline. But we all know why that's happening. It's not, you know... <sighs> oh, it's, it's so frustrating. So fucking frustrating what this country could have in terms of like high speed rails and not have to be at the mercy of a fucking automobile and gas prices and airplane tickets and having to take. I would I would never fly again. Well, I mean, I'd fly to get to, you know, other countries, but of course they could have a rail system that connects. Eh, whatever. I don't know. I don't I don't know how great that would be like a rail that's just out in the middle of the ocean for like hours. I mean, but it's high speed. So maybe it doesn't take that long. I don't know. Well, anyway, huh? What was I talking about? Vince McMahon at some point. Uh, but anyways, I saw this Elon Musk tunnel and, and everybody was commenting. Like the only reason people like this is because they put uh gamer lighting through the, t- yeah, it's pretty like led little, purples and reds and blues and so it kind of feels futuristic but it's not it's just lights and uh and i feel like that is what something that i was talking about before this and i don't remember what disney oh avatar i i feel like uh the fucking james cameron did that and just said they're they're pretty blue they're these big, ugly creatures who are pretty blue color. And it's jungles that are filled with all the colors of the rainbow. And at nighttime, when they step, the color, it glows. It's like a, it's like an LED video game lighting kind of thing. 
And it's like, oh, yeah. Because somebody made a good point. Has anybody ever quoted a line from Avatar? Do you even know one? I don't know a single line from that movie. I saw it once in the theater. And I'm still pissed that we wasted a night. Uh, my, you know, We were new parents. We had, we had been parents for two months. It was our first night out since becoming parents. And we went and had a nice dinner and went and saw a stupid Avatar. And then at the end of Avatar, I just I was like, oh, well, that sucks. That was a waste of a fucking night. We could have just gone, spent the money on the movie tickets. We could have gone to a motel and just had sex all night. And that would have been awesome. And we could have put Seinfeld on the TV, which I knew I would have liked. <laughs> or football. <laughs> which also has bright, pretty colors sometimes. Bright green grass or AstroTurf. Um, but anyways, I, 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 you get the Avatar at the Animal Kingdom. You could certainly have the Princess and the Frog at the Animal Kingdom and keep Br'er Rabbit right where he is. But, oh, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Splash Mountain has made everybody a racist since there's so many fucking Nazis nowadays at all those, uh, you know, Trump rallies and everything. But uh, anyway, Vince McMahon. He's gonna. He's back officially, and uh, and WWE. They are gonna. They're gonna sell WWE. And clearly, that's what he was. You know, over the last few years, it's like, boy, they're cutting costs, but like, WWE makes so much goddamn money, even during the pandemic. Like, why are they firing all these people? Oh, so they're they're looking real nice and shiny uh, to be sold to somebody. So hopefully, Vince doesn't have anything to do with creative ever again um and uh and when wwe is sold i you know if it doesn't if it if it ends up being a you know wwe's been kind of not the greatest product in the world for quite some time so maybe hey yeah let let disney execs have a fucking shot at it i don't know maybe maybe not uh and you know hopefully AEW uh will get its act together and stay stay relevant and 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 be successful and grow grow as a company make money and grow and not piss away money to get the rights for fucking theme songs and uh you know to have this one show up and that one you know it's like uh, I, I I have so many thoughts on AEW I can't even uh, anyway, um, I said anyway again. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. I'm interested. I'm excited. Uh, kind of. I'm. I'm nervously. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm nervously. I, I'm tentatively excited. I guess. Uh, I'm so. I'm just tired. That's all I am. I've been talking for an hour and forty-two minutes. Have you had enough of listening to me? I've had enough of listening to me. Sitting in the car on a Saturday night doing talking to a, a fucking phone like an insane person. But I got my taffy. I got my groceries. I got my, um, I don't know, I guess that's it. And it's almost 8 o'clock, so it's time to get this Saturday night underway, baby. Party time, uh, which means sitting on the couch and watching uh, season two of White Lotus. <laughs> Which, the first season was good. The second season I'm not as interested in. Uh, But, 
I like the first season, and I also I'm kind of watching it, and I'm like, what's the point of this show? Why does this show exist? Like, how did they pitch this show? You talk about a show about nothing. I mean, stuff's happening, but it's like, okay, it's a bunch of people who come to this White Lotus Resort, and all this crazy stuff happens. Okay. I thought it was going to have more of a sci-fi kind of thing, but no. Um, and then the second season, they're at a resort in Italy, and half the time they're speaking Italian. So now I have to look, instead of looking at my phone and listening to what they're saying, now I have to look up and read, because I don't speak Italian. Anyway. <laughs> it's fucking said any, stop saying anyway all the time, you goon. Why is the car wet? Why is my wife's car wet? Uh, is it just, uh, I guess it's just melted snow. I guess it did snow all day yesterday. All right, it's time to go, my friends. I've said probably half of what I meant to say and double the amount of time that I was going to say it in, but it's okay. It's good to talk. Uh, and that's it. Enjoy your Saturday, even though it's probably going to be a month before I even post this because I'm a lazy fuck. And I'm going to go enjoy my Saturday. And, uh, Vince is back, and we'll see what that brings with it. Talk to you next time. Later, Gators.